My name is Officer Timothy Tibbetts of the San Francisco Police Department, Homicide Division, and this is my ongoing investigation into the death of podcast talent agent Danny Shamel. And I am reporting live from the Doris Roberts Sanatorium for criminal investigators gone insane. Doris Roberts famously played Marie Barone in the beloved sitcom Everybody Loves Raymond for nine seasons from 1996 to 2005. Danny Shabon was down on his luck after investing in a troubled cinematic project. The film was all about Short Round, a romantic comedy featuring a grown-up version of Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom's Short Round and his love interest, the mom for Mrs. Doubtfire. Danny Shabom decided that a producer's life was too uncertain after this failed project, so he went into acting. In the third episode of the first season of Everybody Loves Raymond, entitled I Wish I Were Gus, the eponymous Raymond has to write a eulogy for his recently deceased Uncle Gus. Hilarity ensues at the funeral as Doris Roberts Marie feuds with her sister, Alda, and Raymond must use his poorly written eulogy as a mediation between the feuding sisters. What is not seen in this painstakingly honest portrayal of familial bonds is that the late Danny Shabom had a non-speaking role as a family member in the background of the funeral scene. After the director yells action, Danny got the sleeve of his corduroy jacket stuck on the casket. The cast laughed this off and disentangled the sleeve. For the second take, Danny got his sleeve stuck again. An awkward silence hung over the theatrical group as Danny was once again dismantled from the casket. The director hesitantly yelled action once again, and Danny once again catches his sleeve on the casket. The air is tense. The director decides to move Danny Shabom to the back of the funeral home, near the snack table. When action is called again, Danny Shabom does a full somersault, landing in a small dish of circular cheeses and meats. This led to Danny Shabom being fired and banned from the set of Everybody Loves Raymond. And, once refusing to leave, the famously mild-mannered Ray Romano threatened him with a cheese knife. Danny Shabom called Ray Romano's phone 312 times on the night before his death, where he was turned into a science fair volcano and shot in the head. He left numerous voicemails asking Ray to forgive him, telling him he was having an off day during the somersault cheese plate incident of 96, and a few voicemails asking if it was cold on the set of Ice Age. I wondered how Danny Shabom knew that his time was almost up, and why he felt the need to have Ray Romano's forgiveness. And how Danny Shabom did not know that voice actors do not experience the weather conditions in the animated films that they star in. That's when I began to focus in on Ray Romano 
This man had threatened violence against Danny Shabon once before. And though Danny Shabon was not killed by a funeral home cheese knife, he was killed as a science fair volcano and a gun. The possibility still ate at me. This was the beginning of my downfall. When I spoke about my suspicions against beloved actor Ray Romano to my roommate in the Doris Roberts Sanatorium for Criminal Investigators Gone Insane, he had the following practical advice. They think being a mall cop will be all Paul Blart, but it's not. It's a nightmare. All day long you want a hot pretzel, and you keep thinking about that hot pretzel, and you smell the hot pretzel, and it preys on your mind so much you can almost taste the hot pretzel. But you know you need to be on guard against mall rats, and hoodlums, and various shenanigans. So you just stand there, yearning, and wanting, and going without that hot pretzel, until you feel so woozy and famished that you can't stand, and you just can't stand it, and you can't stand, can't standing, and you can't stand going without that hot pretzel. So you get in line for a hot pretzel, and then some 15-year-old with wheelie shoes and a big gulp knocks an old lady over, and it's all your fault, and you don't even get your hot pretzel. I thought Big Stewie had some solid points. If the killer got away with this horrendous crime, it would be the same as the 15-year-old with wheelie shoes and a big gulp knocking over the old lady. And here I was, standing in line for a hot pretzel. One may wonder, how did I end up in this room with former mall cop and hot pretzel enthusiast, Big Stewie Johnson? I was deep into my investigation into Danny Shabon's death and hitting every wall in existence. I had broken my thumb twice. While listening to my second favorite podcast, Zach Can't Wait, for Kevin can wait. I was reminded of a method we were taught back at the academy. In September of 1998, Kevin James began production of his critically acclaimed series, King of Queens. As he sat in his trailer, struggling to get into the complex role of Doug Heffernan, he came up with the groundbreaking, now named James he began behaving as if he were Doug Heffernan at all times. He dressed as a delivery man. He frequently showed up at Leah Remini's house, complaining about his day and asking her to make him chilly. And when the cameras rolled off, he stayed in the role of Doug Heffernan. He became Doug Heffernan. Doug Heffernan consumed him. I knew that was the only way for me to answer the eternal question, who killed Danny Shabon? I had to become Danny Shabon. I dressed in all corduroy. I stocked up on pizza lunchables and I practiced his accent. I'll have the bloomin' onion. 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 But when the cameras were off, when Leah Remini and Kevin James returned home to their families, I was still Danny Shabon. I could not escape him. I 
could not awake from this dream. I was him, him was me. Me, I, him, 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 I, me. As I sit here in my sanatorium room with Big Stewie, the former mall cop. Wait a minute, mall cop? Kevin James played a mall cop and Paul Blart mall cop. Kevin James created the groundbreaking Smith Method, the very same method that had me institutionalized. And King of Queens was the spin-off of Everybody Loves Raymond. This is when I realized that this entire plot had been orchestrated by the most dastardly criminal mind of our time, Ray Romano. Now I knew he did it, but how could I prove it? Had he purposely turned me into Danny Shabom? Or was Danny Shabom a part of me the whole time? the floor I was feeling kind of seasick the crowd called out for more the room was humming harder as the ceiling flew away thank you Danny when we called out for another drink The waiter brought a tray And so it, it was, was that, that later, later As the, the miller, miller told his tale That a face at first just ghostly Turned a wider shade of